your news, your entertainment, your business. We're on a mission from God. This is the Rich Rothman Show. Good afternoon, everybody. It's uh, 4 o'clock. This is Rich Rothman, and uh, along with Wanda Miles. Hello, Wanda. Hola. Hola. Uh, Wanda uh, had some Mexican food today. Yeah, I'm just studying up. She's just studying up. One word a day. One word a day. Hola. That's and that's the I'll, word for the day. Then I'll put them all together. All together. So in about 10 years from now, Wanda can have a conversation I with somebody. I have a whole sentence thing. Yeah, you got it right. Anyway, welcome to the show. This is the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT. We're very pleased to have you uh, join us today. On Thursday, and uh, we're streaming, for those of you who need to be on the computer or, or listening that way, it's uh, therichroffmanshow.com or 1360wkat.com. So you got all those different ways to do it. You can catch us at uh, iTunes if you want to do podcasting. Yeah. Take us with you wherever you go. You can go wherever you want to go. In fact, you can actually download us and then listen to us on your flight. That's a trapped environment, hmm. so to speak. Might make it go by easier. Well, we're very, very pleased that you're with us today. This is going to be an interesting week. I mean, here is that we had Faye a week or so ago. That hey, really turned Faye, out to be Faye. Faye. Remember, for just oh, a barely remember. bare memory of that that miserable day. All we had was just some squally weather. Pretty much. Uh, Hannah and her uh, sisters mm. is going to kind of come near here, but then it's going to scoot north. Going to hit the Carolinas and go farther up north. Good and for them. They haven't had one. Well, week. you know what? The thing is, it's really very good because it's it, it will hopefully won't be a killer storm, please. But uh, they do need rain. I mean, man, they need water up there. And you go up to the Carolinas, it'd be dry. And so this is kind of good for you. Send them a little your way, guys. It, yeah, we're just we're doing you a favor. So this is a urban renewal for you. We're going to fix up that Lake Lanier and get some water in it. So that's interesting. But the thing that's scary is Ike. Yeah. Ike. Well, I don't know. And he was such a innocent president, you know, from I the 50s. I was thinking the uh, Tina guy, Turner. Oh, yeah, well, Ike, well, <laughs> he was not a nice guy. Exactly. And evidently this isn't a nice storm because this is a Category 4. And uh, tomorrow, I guess, we'll have Craig Setzer talking to us, because we could have some bad weather next week as a result. Actually, we could have a hurricane, you know, next yeah. week. If you're not, if you're not, you gotta, you got to watch this one, folks. Yeah. And we'll do, you know, we'll, there was an article in get the paper today, we'll talk about that. Get you, first of all, this is South together. Florida, and we know how to do this stuff well. So all of us know how to take care of us, and I would presume that most of us have our act together. I don't know why people run out at the last minute. They always show this. They, they, every station goes to Home Depot, and they show everybody buying lumber. Like, what did you do with the lumber you bought last year or the year before? Did you just, like, throw it out and get rid of it? Why are we buying so much lumber all the time? I don't understand that. I don't know. And why do you want lumber anyway? Why don't you just buy shutters? Why don't you just buy shutters just and buy be shutters. done with it? Jeez. By the time you buy all this lumber and put it, you could have bought your shutters have come down and Built cost Built me a house already. So do it already. But the point is that we, at this point, I would think everybody has their batteries and has their, you know, miserable food that you're going to eat. You have all that peanut butter. Mm. You know, they always say, you ought to have canned tuna fish. I don't understand why they say that. What, what if you're a vegetarian? What do you, what do you want to have canned tuna? First of all, it makes you thirsty. That's not good. And when you don't have power, it's lousy. That'd be thirsty if your water is in limited supply. I don't get it. Oh, you know what I've been doing? I've just, what? when I get big bottles of juice, like grape juice, which I love to drink, mm-hmm. I fill it up with water, and then I, when it's time, I save them all. And when yeah. it's time for a storm, this is my recycling thing. Yeah. I fill them up with water, Yeah. and I put them in the freezer. And you, so I've and got it, like... Four of them in the freezer. Frozen, solid. Frozen. So then when, you know, electricity or something goes out, I've got something in there to keep stuff cold and some water. Well, that works. Is that a good idea? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Oh, that I'm all myself. No, that, no that's good. So hurricane so preparedness. Passing that on. Passing that on. We're going to pass it on. Okay. You have to be prepared for storms. Wanda has it under control. She's got that frozen thing going on. You know, well, we're going to be thirsty. 
Well, you are going to be thirsty. <laughs> no, I, I remember what, what was it? Just, uh, how, how long was it? What was Wanda or Wilma? Wilma. That's Wilma. My, mom. my mom is Wilma, actually. Right, Wilma. That was about three years ago. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a while. Was like that a was week. a baddie. Yeah. That was not a good one. Like a week with I didn't panic. I thought it was kind of lousy that we didn't have power. We didn't have power for 21 days. All right. That was pretty miserable. So please, as they say in the Miami Herald, there was an, um, God, I, I think it was the Miami Herald, a uh, piece in the Herald that had a, uh editorial. It said, plan, don't panic. Could have been the Sun Sentinel, for all I know. <laughs> well, I, you know, I cut the whole thing. I, I, all right, just to cover my bases, in either the Sun Sentinel or the Herald, both of whom we refer to all the time. A local paper. A local paper. It says, plan, don't panic. And they go through all this. They got the head, one of the head guys that um, uh, Howard Mills wrote this piece from Deloitte, mm -hmm. you know, the accounting firm. So, like, <laughs> it's like... Okay. We know this already. We know what we're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, just forget it. Go somewhere You're stupid. Else. You missed the whole point. Everyone knows what's going on. So let's move on from there. How about In, Hurricane Sarah? And, uh, and Hurricane Sarah. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Hurricane Actually, we're going to discuss a little bit today, but tomorrow we're going to have a great conversation because we have Nicole Sandler coming on as a guest. You all know Nicole Sandler. Have, she has her own show at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning and 9 o'clock on Winds. 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 Yeah. And a uh, terrific, terrific uh, host of her show. And uh, we're very, uh, very happy that she's going to come and yell at me. <laughs> Somebody's got to. She's going she's gonna to fight because you know where I stand. I'm to the right. She's to the left. I'm her. not exactly a Sean Hannity. I, you know, I'm not that crazy. But I'm to the right. And I think it'll be, it'll be fun. So we're going to talk more in detail, greatly in detail tomorrow mm. about that. But let me tell you about the show today, and then we're going to have a break. Uh, of course, being Thursday, we have uh, Jeff Sabar. And the tech report, he'll be on probably around 4.30 when he calls in. And then uh, that'll lead us into, you remember Mahendra Sharma? Yes. Mahendra made all these uh, prognostications. He's the uh, the gentleman who's the uh, uh, the soothsayer, the Nostradamus of Wall Street. Man's been on CNBC, MSNBC, and any other NBC that exists out there. But, no, he has been on CNBC. And uh, we're going to talk about where are we going from here and who's the best with the economy. And the winner will be... Can you get you his thoughts on who the winner will be? And then uh, in the last part of the show, uh, we have Lisa. I hope we have Lisa Black, right? Was she scheduled today? Did I get that right? Yes. Yeah, Lisa Black, best-selling yes. author of Takeover. Hopefully she about will. a forensic. She's a forensic scientist. Yes. So all your in Miami CSI and Vegas CSI, all you folks who like that, are going to really enjoy listening to Lisa. And maybe we'll talk to her about Kay Lee. Where's Kay Lee? Because oh, yes. it's going to be the forensics is going to do this lady in. And uh, find out where her poor little child wound up. So, all right, you come back. Go, everyone. You know, bathroom break. Get a drink of water. Go do what you got to go do. But you got to come back in a few minutes because we have a really good show for you this afternoon. This is Rich Roffin on 1360 WKAT. We'll be right back. Ever dreamed of becoming a more effective leader? Want to hone your decision-making skills? Interested in becoming a better negotiator? Then you need to attend Florida International University's Women on the Move, Advancing Authentic Leader Seminar November 3rd through November 6th at the Hyatt Regency Bonaventure in Weston. FIU's Women on the Move Advancing Authentic Leader Seminar is designed for high-potential women leaders in senior management and executive positions with substantial responsibilities within their organizations. This seminar series will help you become a more effective decision-maker, communicate better, and become a more dynamic leader. Develop your personal strengths and go beyond your limitations by attending FIU's Women on the Move Advancing Authentic Leaders Seminar November 3rd through November 6, 2008. Call 305-FIU-LEAD or email lead at fiu.edu for more information. 
It might be as simple as a water heater that bursts and floods your home. It could be as devastating as a fire that destroys your home. Either way, you need someone to represent you to make sure you get the maximum compensation from your insurance company. You need someone who knows how to prepare claims accurately. You need someone who can help you get a prompt and equitable settlement. You need East Coast Public Adjusters, one of the largest and most dependable firms in the insurance industry. East Coast Public Adjusters will be there for you every step of the way, from the initial evaluation and throughout the preparation of your claim. Sometimes people settle claims with their insurance company only to realize they're entitled to much more. East Coast Public Adjusters will help you reopen your claim and try to get you the money you need. If you've suffered damage to your home from flood, fire, lightning, wind or smoke damage, or even theft, you need East Coast Public Adjusters. Call East Coast Public Adjusters today. 305-441-0882. 305-441-0882. Or on the web at eastcoastadjusters.com. The 11th America's Food and Beverage Show, the largest America's-focused food and beverage event in the hemisphere, will open September 24th through 26th at the Miami Beach Convention Center, offering international buyers and sellers three action-packed days of unparalleled business and networking opportunities. Expected to attract more than 5,000 retailers, distributors, importers, food service professionals, and exhibitors from across the U.S. and around the globe, the 2008 America's Food and Beverage Show is a proven gateway to new products and global F&B trends of the future. Over the past decade, the show, presented by the World Trade Center Miami with support from the FAS and USDA has generated more than 200 million in sales for exhibitors and attendees. The goal is to facilitate deals between buyers and sellers, importers and exporters worldwide. The criteria for success are simple. How many deals were made? Registration for the 2008 America's Food and Beverage Show is now open online at www.americasfoodandbeverage.com or by contacting the World Trade Center Miami at 305-871-7910. For additional details on the 2008 America's Food and Beverage Show, contact Yelena Meisel at J-M-E-I-S-E-L at WorldTrade.org or phone 305-871-7910. A new terminal that is larger than some mid-sized U.S. airports. The new Miami International Airport. A new 350-space ground-level short-term parking lot. The new Miami International Airport. The only U.S. airport with sleep pods. The new Miami International Airport. The international gateway to the Americas with more flights to South America than all U.S. airports combined. The new Miami International Airport. And coming soon, 61 new retail and food shops to add to your airport savoir-faire. Come experience the new Miami International Airport and watch us move towards the future. The new Miami International Airport. Seaboard Marine is an ocean transportation company that provides direct regular service between the United States and the Caribbean Basin, Central and South America. Seaboard Marine's success in the region for nearly 25 years has enabled it to expand into new markets, now serving nearly 40 ports in over 20 countries. Seaboard Marine's facilities include a private terminal of nearly 70 acres at the Port of Miami. Seaboard Marine carries more cargo to and from the Port of Miami than any other carrier. Although this facility complies with and exceeds all governmental security mandates, it operates seven days a week, 365 days a year, a unique convenience for its customers. Seaboard Marine serves these routes from Miami, Bahamas, Grand Cayman, Colombia, Dominican Republic, Eastern Caribbean, Haiti, Jamaica, North Central America, South Central America, Venezuela, and the West Coast of South America, including Peru, Chile, Bolivia. Seaboard Marine, a trade leader in the Western Hemisphere. No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rothman. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL, customer service is back in shipping. 
You want more fresh talk with a South Florida flavor? Mind-bottling, isn't it? This is the Rich Rothman Show. Did you just say mind-bottling? Yeah, mind-bottling. You know, when things are so crazy, it gets your thoughts all trapped like in a bottle. On 1360 WKAT. Okay, so we're back. This is Rich Rothman, who I'm the Rich Rothman Show. 1360 WKAT. So I'm, I'm watching... Obviously, I'm watching Sarah Sarah speak last night. Uh, Sarah Palin, 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 uh, the vice Somewhere president candidate. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. And and I'm thinking about Obama, and I'm thinking about what's going on, and I'm you know thinking about all this other stuff. And yeah. and I and I have lots of thoughts on it. I'm sure you do. I, yes, I do, because I I actually favor that group, as you all know. Favor that group. Yep, I favor the McCain side. I favor the Republican side. But then I was thinking, what what am I getting out of this campaign that's been intriguing me? Um, and, and let me just tell you my thoughts. High and blood pressure? Well, yes. That's why I, I, that's I, I, that's I try not to watch a lot of this stuff because I lose it, but I have to watch it. Goodness, we talk about it. So i got to be on top of it to a degree, and I do. But the thing that intrigues me the most about all of this, and we're going to go into Sarah's speech, and I'll probably do that tomorrow because uh, I want to listen to McCain tonight and, and – download it and just rip it apart and then Wanda will yell at me tomorrow. But um, you know what I find the, the most interesting thing about this whole contest? It's just it's opening up my eyes to a number of things that uh, kind of take me back and then push me forward. Number one, racism. Uh, something that was discussed very heavily when I was in school and college in the 60s. And obviously that was a very emotional period of time. And no matter what, if you were in the in the liberal arts environment of a college, then you did share and you did touch and you interfaced with uh, racist conversations and didn't make any difference. If you're, if you're in certain key cities, your cities blew up, your cities burned down, uh, people rioted. Uh, it was a uh, the music that you listened to was uh, you know to a dis to a, d a good degree was uh, black music in the sense that, for example, Motown. Uh, everybody listened to Motown. So, I mean, it just existed. And so, black, white, I guess it was sort of like, um, when I was just going into college, uh, uh, the, the magazine Eros came out. And, uh, E-R-O-S. And, um, and I remember it, it was one of the first magazines that discussed racism in a very open and, uh, candid manner. It was somewhat sexual in nature. But uh, the magazine had on the front cover, and then it got shut down because the distributors went insane. I remember this. A naked black man and a naked white woman, very, very close. So their genitals were touching, obviously, and her, and her uh, breasts were pre compressed on the man's, uh, uh, black man's chest. Uh, and, and that's it. You didn't see the head. You didn't see – you didn't – it wasn't – it wasn't sexual because all you were seeing were two torsos together, tight together. You could probably Google it and find it. And I think it was Art Ginsburg's uh, magazine at the time. It was a, the electric poet, and um, it was very racist for its time. I mean, today people would look at it and go, well, you know, you can go on the Internet and look at any porno, black, white, yellow, green, orange. It doesn't make any difference. You can find any variation of any type of sex you want. You can go find it on the Internet. But, but for this time, and it was about mid-60s, that this came out. And I'm trying to think is probably when I went to college, which was 64. It was very wild. And I kind of, you moved off into that era. 
And we went from there. I mean, it was the music, and it was the sexual revolution, and it was the hairstyles, and, you know, uh, white guys were getting afros in the 60s. I mean, you look at uh, some of the rock bands that were out and the blues bands that were out, um, the Electric Flag, Mike Bloomfield, one of the first white guys I ever saw in New York had, had a, a full fro. So, I mean, all of a sudden things were happening. That's my point, you know, uh, and so you couldn't, you couldn't ignore it. So we had the conversation on racism. You could not not have a conversation on racism in the 60s because it was pervasive. It was mainstream. It went mainstream. And that was the whole point of me discussing it with Eros Magazine because it was a beautiful magazine and, and it went mainstream. And uh, evidently a lot of people couldn't handle it. The distributors couldn't handle it. They didn't like it. And they, they gave, they just went under eventually. But, so I find it intriguing that this conversation of racism is, has come back. And, and I have to tell you, I think it's healthy. I think, I think the, the, I have become more aware, and I'm sure you have become more aware out there of, uh, uh, of color everywhere. And I think that's good. I think that's a really good thing. I think it it is a, a it it frees you from a lot of stereotype that may be a lot of junk that's in your brain. So I think that perspective of of the conversation of, of the of the uh, the ongoing debate for who's going to be the president uh, is excellent. So I kind of like that. I, I think it's good. I think it's really good. I think it serves a very good purpose. I think ultimately. You know, if you believe in Gestalt psychology, out of chaos comes order. I think from all this chaos that we've had, pro con or ever, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Gestalt psychology doesn't matter. It's chaotic. It's the, the craziness of the universe. But it all comes, it congeals and it brings us someplace. And I kind of like that. So I, I think the race com comments are good. And I, I mean, from, I can speak for me. I think it's great. And, and I kind of like it. So that that makes me feel good about this whole uh, race for the pardon the, the alliteration and the redundancy, but uh, for the uh, the presidency, I kind of like that. By the way, I'm on 305-447-3201 if you want to get into this. 305-447-3201. Should have given the number out. I thought it. I just didn't say it. I apologize for that. 447-3201 and area code 305. So all right. So the race card. I think it's it's not a bad thing to play. I think it's really good. I think. I think the Obama thing is a very liberating thing. I think that's great. So I'm, I'm kind of happy with that. Now, the next thing that I find intriguing about this whole thing is sexism. You know, we, we're, we're such a, you know, we're, we're such a cocky society, you know, that we say, oh, well, we're liberated. We're liberated. We don't have, a, we don't have sexist attitudes anymore. I mean, it just doesn't happen. I mean, look, let's go back to the 60s and now National Organization of Women and Betty Friedan. And Cosmo Magazine, Cosmopolitan, Helen Gurley Brown. I mean, these women were the burn the bra thing. I mean, they, whoa! This goes back to uh, the 60s and the you know the marching in the streets, and um, and women have to be liberated. Women have to be given equal opportunity. Women shouldn't be stereotyped. Women shouldn't be tracked. Sexism in schools, Title IX came out in the 70s. All of this. We thought we're such an educated, liberal society. You know, it's easy. My God, Hillary Clinton's running. This is going to be great. Hillary's going to be the first female 
that's going to get nominated for the presidency and whether she gets in or not, we don't know. But my God, Hillary's going to get in and who would ever think that she wouldn't get in or who would ever think that she would be treated with uh, sexist attitudes, that that her her whole campaign would be tainted in some way with sexism. I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, after all, this is the 21st century, isn't it? And we're we're liberated. We're free. We, we're through this. You know, we've gone through the, the sexes, and, you know, uh, it doesn't matter whether you swing to the left and you're a guy, you swing to the right and you're a girl, or you want to swing with each other. Who cares? After all, this we're products of the 60s. We've been liberated. Let's do it. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We're, we're, we're this educated society. And yet, I find interestingly, that we are as messed up as we were 20 years ago. Because we can't get it. We still get threatened. I watch it. I'm astounded by it. I didn't think I'd see it again. But when I watched the debates with Hillary, I saw it. Hillary was treated as a lady. She was ticky-tacky, put into the ticky-tacky corner and the box as a woman. She was not given equal treatment as a man. Didn't see it. And I thought, all right, now that happened with Hillary. Drink time. That happened with Hillary. Um, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know who actually played the card first, whether it was Obama against Hillary or, you know, the media, whatever, but it happened. And then here we have, you know, McCain making his decision the other day, which stunned everybody. It was called the Hail Mary Pass. Either it's going to work or not going to work. And we have Sarah Palin as the, uh, as a, uh, the, uh, vice president candidate, a female. And what's the, what's the reality out of that? We're getting all this sexist conversation that maybe, you know, women aren't getting the equal say. But that's what we're seeing today. I mean, I, it's, it's right out there right now. And uh, after all, you know, Sally Quinn the other day had a piece in the Washington Post. This is coming from Sally Quinn. This is coming from the Yafit Snob uh, Media of the North, actually from Washington, but let's call it the Northeast Media Press. Let's let's this include in that you know the folks out of New York City at NBC for example CNBC MSNBC definitely MSNBC although I did see it today for a little bit on CNBC on Squawk Box I was very disappointed to listen to some of the comments that were coming out of the uh, Squawk Box uh, group and, and particularly for uh, Sally but but let's go on and and, um, and and what do we see I mean Sally Quinn said well. This woman's got, you know, five children. She's a big family, one of whom is a, a, a challenged child. You know, it's a, a Down syndrome baby. Which, by the way, you see all the time when we have all these uh, pictures of the Demo of the Republican National Committee, and they're up there on the stage, and you have uh, Palin's whole family, and the kids are there, and the, the boyfriend, soon-to-be husband, is there, and the baby's there. Which, by the way, I don't understand why the baby's there all the time. It's all right. I understand it. I got it. I've seen the baby. But I don't want to see the baby at 11 o'clock at night. You know what? I don't think the baby should be there at 11 o'clock at night uh, holding it. I know they're why they're doing it. You know, nothing is happenstance. Everything that you see, it's sort of like an advertising campaign. You see these things occurring on your screen. They are not there by accident. They have been tested for psychographics and demographics and positioning and left, right, whatever. This is not an accident. But I watched this. And I'm astounded that Sarah Palin, whether you support her or not, 
she's a female, and I'm looking at this as a male versus female environment, and Sarah Palin's attacked as a female. I have never seen anything like it in my life. She was pregnant. How can she be pregnant? She was, you know, uh, uh, she had a, uh, a Down syndrome baby. How can she be a vice president? How could she do all of this and still raise her family? She needs to be there for her children. She needs to be there. And I'm astounded to listen to that because Biden, the other men don't get those comments. They just don't get it. And, and yet the females are getting it. And I thought we were better than that. But evidently we're not. So then where does all of this come from? And that's going to be the subject of our next, because the next thing that makes me intrigued as we move forward is the media, the whole conversation of media. You see, I, I, I'm a product of media. I've been in the media business for 30 years. I remember studying it when I was in college back in the 60s and the 70s, for that matter, early 70s. You know, I understood Marshall McLuhanism. I, I got it. I, I, I studied my stuff. And I, and, and the sad part is that I don't believe in the media that's out there anymore in general. Because when I'm watching it, I am watching such, uh, slanted attacks, such as the, you know, the Us magazine cover with Sarah Palin and it said sex lies and scandals, the way they did it, which was, you know, pure lie, absolutely pure lie, you know, so, told one side of the story on, and we're going to discuss this in more detail later, because I don't have the time. But uh, I just, I just, those are the things that intrigue me the most out of out of this entire campaign. It, I find the race issue to be very interesting and healthy. I find the sex thing to be astounding, that women don't have the right to, you know, be what they want to be when they grow up and be what they want to be. And I find that the it, the, it is the defeat press educated press to the left liberal press media that's fomenting all this stuff and yet those are the people who 25 years ago were in the forefront of this whole sexual revolution you know burn the bra baby i mean that's that's where they were but why is it that the sally quinns of the world can't accept that anymore i just find that to be astounding whether you're democratic or republican if you're a female you better take note of this because someone is playing with your head. You know, you're not as liberated as you think you are. Because if you really want to achieve, God forbid you want to be the president, not just the vice president that Sally's going for here. There are people out there, including your own sex, who are saying, listen, baby, you've got a bunch of kids, you've got responsibilities, a woman's place is in the home. Don't you get it? That's a scary thought, and that that intrigues me the most. So I got it's interesting, Wanda, that we've been discussing this for weeks now with different professors from FIU and other schools down here, and uh, and authors, best-selling authors like you know uh, Stephanie Burdan, who is on the show with Stephanie Burdan, was on the show with us a few weeks ago, and here it is in the real world. What the hey, you know, I guess a girl can't do what she wants to do in life, can she? That's interesting. Sex in the city, oh that works. But if you want to be the president, you better think twice about that, kid. You've got responsibilities, and we all know where a woman's place is. We just want equal pay. Well, yeah, but you want to have that job, don't you? Yeah, equal yeah. pay would be nice. Yeah, well, all of that would be good. All right, Jeff Sabar's on the phone. Uh -huh. Yo, yo, yo. Sorry, Jeff, had to get through that. 
Get, gets you through your diatribe, whatever gets you through the day. Whatever yeah, whatever gets, gets you through, through the, the day. But, I mean, isn't it interesting that some of the things that were so smart and we think have been so resolved over the years, they're not really resolved, Jeff. They're not. No. And they're, they're not. They, they are until they become fodder or ammunition to use against the other side or until they become something that just fills airtime with on for the pundits on national TV and it's it's really sad what we've become and I've long said the government would be fine except for the politics and what we go through in having to hear this on a consistent basis every four years they both say we're going to rise above the fray we're not going to get negative but you know that in today's day and age you've got to cut through the fray and the only way to do that is not to hype your own what you can do is what your what your opponent cannot do, and how your opponent is your opponent is disqualified or unqualified for the job. Um, how everything that that what it takes to make it happen and to be accomplished and is only borne by highlighting that which your opponent seemingly you know seemingly cannot do, not necessarily what you can do. And and you know we've been suckered into it, and we don't sit we don't watch public television to get our news. We watch, you know, we watch Fox, we watch CNN with their obvious slants and, and perspectives, and we feed into it. And we as consumers are simple-minded. Uh, you know, I'll just use this in the lot. I would not, I would like to think that Richard and Jeff and Wanda are not, but, you know, we as consumers will eat that up. It's just like watching, you know, the Weather Channel to watch a hurricane update. We just simplify. They make it as simple as possible to cater to the lowest common denominator of intelligence when it comes to reading a storm. And, oh, my God, the sky is falling, literally and figuratively. But you know what? It's better to go and, and surmise on your own. Go to the National Weather Service site. Go in, and learn and subscribe to some of the discussions. And they have a little attitude. and they have a little, you can have, They have a little fun with it occasionally, but it's just the facts, ma'am. But we don't want the facts. We don't listen to the facts. We aren't, we aren't served by the facts, and the facts don't keep people sort of titillated and engaged, even in the most negative sense. So instead, we sit in our cave and we write about technology, and we surf the web and hope we don't get hit by some virus out there. That was good, Jeff. Do we get that on tape? I need to. I, I keep forgetting. Yeah, actually, it, yes, it is. It's, it's all. It's all recorded. So, all right, Jeff. So here we are talking to me about about tech, and we have about four minutes until the break. Okay. The the coolest thing going on right now. That's is, what we want. Is the news that came out of Silicon Valley that came out of uh, Google's headquarters this week? Chrome. Chrome is the new I saw that. web browser, and I've demoed it. I mean, I have it, not a deep demo, but I went there and I downloaded it onto my laptop. It's really thin, does not have a lot of bells and whistles, like, like a lot of different tools and things that you need, but you don't really need. What, what it has is when you launch it, it keeps little snapshots of the most popular sites that you go to, and it's really setting up. A new browser war. Think sort of Netscape Navigator and Internet Explorer a la a decade ago when they went to battle and Netscape fought Microsoft and took them to court, I believe it was, saying that, you know, it's, it's, it's inherently unfair that every, uh, um, computer that ships, every PC that ships has Microsoft Internet Explorer on it. They should have an option. People should have a choice to have what they want out there. Um, this is the browser war anew, and you know what? If anyone can take on Microsoft and chip away at their inherent sort of install base, as we call it, on computers out there, it's going to be Google. And you know what? It doesn't have to be installed when the computer ships because Google Chrome is a quick little download, sort of like what, Microsoft, what uh, Firefox is. 
but it's going to be it's it is the future of computing as we will know it. If anyone out there uses Google Docs to to manage documents yep. so that they can share them with other people and it's all sort of web-based what they call cloud computing where it's all out there and not stored locally on your computer, that Chrome is going to be one just one that's going to be one uh Benefit. It's going to be one application within the Chrome concept, and it's going to be really cool as we see this all unfold. In the so company. what we're saying is that we're watching the unfolding of a new Internet Explorer. Is that it? Well, it's it's, it's not even. It's a whole new. Uh, without using the word and sounding uh, you know all you know flaky here, it's a whole new paradigm of 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 browsing. It's not the new Internet Explorer. All right, wait, wait, wait. Different got, let's assume I'm stupid, which is easy because I am. Uh, and so you can get on the internet. Well, by it, installing it's a web browser. It's not, but Internet Explorer is a web browser. Firefox is a web browser. Netscape Navigator is a web browser. So what? So and this, this is, is a what? New web browser, but it takes it in a whole different direction. So you have lots more things, cool things that you can do that everybody wants to do. And it's not just it. Yeah, and it's not. Don't think of it as ooh, wow, gee whiz. You know, it's not cool in that respect. It's like this is freaking cool. This is stuff that's going to boost productivity. This is going to take us. I mean, if it works out the way it is, and I'm not, I'm not paid by Google to say, wow, this is the best thing since you know, since Google ever came out. You know, since you got their IPO at ninety bucks. Um, you know, this is going to be the future of computing for everybody, regardless of whether you use Google. I mean, SaaS software as a service meaning it's going to be hosted out there on the Internet and you'll just use what you need and it won't be on your computer locally. That's going to be the future, and this is going to help facilitate that. So, and this is for free? And this is for free. You this just is, download it. open that, source. So where do they make their money? Go from their advertising. There will be advertising involved with it, but, you know, that's, you, know they, you can have ads. You might like Yahoo. Have ads. You know, as I was talking, I was listening yesterday on the radio, and they were saying there's, it's not yet, but they may put ads in there. And their ability to deliver advertising. Well, you know they're going to do that. For you know they're going to. They got to make money. And all their, all your preferences. It, it, it might be nefarious. It might be a way for them to track more of what Rich and Wanda and Jeff are doing online, so that they can deliver just the right ad. So they're going to data mine all your stuff. I reckon there will be a lot of data mining going on, in as much as there already has been, and this will make it. This will give them an inroad to do it even more. So I would, I would imagine. But you know, there's a lot of good to this as well. Put it this way: I've long ago given up any any thought or fiction that my information is private out there, especially when it comes to web browsing. Not my social security number, but you know, about my browsing habits and things like that. I long ago gave up any semblance of of belief that I'm I'm privately browsing. They know what you're doing. They know where you are. Well, I gave up any semblance of privacy after my circumcision. I just realized that the whole world had changed for me at that point. They know and all, all my relatives relatives watch. Hey, listen, on that happy note, we're going to we're going to take a short break. Uh, this is Rich Rothman. We're on the show and on the phone with Jeff Zabar, Southwater Business Journal and extraordinaire uh, entrepreneur. We're going to be right back on 1360 WKAT. We'll see you on the other side. Where in South Florida can you find a truly elegant hotel with 276 luxury guest rooms offering a newly renovated championship golf course, tennis courts, the largest hotel swimming pool in the country with private poolside cabanas, a world-class spa, and an award-winning fitness center with a restaurant that Zagat called one of the best restaurants in the country, all spread over a 150-acre tropical paradise landscape. Give up? 
at Biltmore Coral Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort. Built in 1926, Biltmore Coral Gables, Miami, the golf and spa resort, is a South Florida landmark. With all the amenities to make your next getaway weekend or night away from the kids a memorable experience. Visit www.biltmorehotel.com for more information or call 1-800-747-1926 for reservations. Your next great getaway weekend or night out awaits you at Biltmore Coral Gables, Miami, a golf and spa resort. Seaboard Marine is an ocean transportation company that provides direct regular service between the United States and the Caribbean Basin, Central and South America. Seaboard Marine's success in the region for nearly 25 years has enabled it to expand into new markets, now serving nearly 40 ports in over 20 countries. Seaboard Marine's facilities include a private terminal of nearly 70 acres at the Port of Miami. Seaboard Marine carries more cargo to and from the Port of Miami than any other carrier. Although this facility complies with and exceeds all governmental security mandates, it operates seven days a week, 365 days a year, a unique convenience for its customers. Seaboard Marine serves these routes from Miami, Bahamas, Grand Cayman, Colombia, Dominican Republic, Eastern Caribbean, Haiti, Jamaica, North Central America, South Central America, Venezuela, and the West Coast of South America, including Peru, Chile, Bolivia. Seaboard Marine, a trade leader in the Western Hemisphere. Hi, I'm Rich Rockman, and here's a great opportunity for all of my listeners who are attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. You know, now you can borrow up to $625,000, including lines of credit, term and vehicle loans, at exceptional rates and terms. Introducing Total Pro financial lending packages from Total Bank, especially designed for attorneys, CPAs, physicians, and dentists. The best, easiest, and fastest financial assistance you could ever wish to have, whether you have an established practice or you're just starting out and with total bank it's minimum paperwork and 24-hour pre-approval just visit www.totalbank.com for all the details or you can call Ivis Leon at 305-476-6273 I'm gonna tell you again that's 305-476-6273 and remember easy lending with total pro from total bank apply today total bank member FDIC no name is more synonymous with success than Miami Dolphins owner H. Wayne Heisinger. Architect of three Fortune 500 companies, including AutoNation and Blockbuster, this renowned entrepreneur has brought his unique business approach to the classroom with the Heisinger School of Business at Nova Southeastern University. With a faculty of real-world leaders and a curriculum based on Heisinger's entrepreneurial ideals, the Heisinger School of Business offers the rare opportunity to learn the ropes from someone who's climbed their way to the very top. Apply now at nova.edu slash business. The Port of Miami is the second largest economic engine in our community, providing an annual economic base of over $16 billion and over 100,000 jobs. These are high-paying in-demand jobs, very much coveted by other cities and ports throughout the Americas. We're fortunate to have this business, and of that $16 billion, international trade and cargo at the port accounts for over $13 billion per year, a significant fact, as well as a significant economic impact for all of us, the Port of Miami, working to enhance and contribute to the economic success of our country, further reinforcing Miami and South Florida as the gateway to the Americas. 
Do you own a business outsourcing your accounting? Then call the accounting and tax experts at TNJ Tax Service. For over 30 years, TNJ Tax Service has been preparing taxes for South Florida companies and individuals. As enrolled agents with the Internal Revenue Service, the pros at TNJ Tax Service can represent you or your company professionally to the IRS. Have challenges with your company's bookkeeping? Then call TNJ Tax Services. QuickBooks certified. TNJ Tax Services can provide training on QuickBooks for any small business. If you need monthly or quarterly bookkeeping services to handle all of your payroll and business needs, then you need to call TNJ and J Tax Service, located at Taft and Flamingo in the Pillbox Plaza. Call 954-432-1700. 954-432-1700. TNJ Tax Services. No one covers local, national, and world news like Rich Rockman. And no one covers local, national, and world shipping like DHL. DHL. Customer service is back in shipping. Your news, your entertainment, your business. I wonder where a guy in everyday Joe like myself can find a little action This is the Rich Rothman Show on 1360 WKAT. Well, we're going to bring you some higher love. Um, wow. You know, I'm, I'm, Jeff, you there? Hello. I'm here. Yo, good, 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 good. Hi, this is Rich Rothman. I'm the Rich Rothman Show, 1360 WKAT, where it's currently 440 in the afternoon in South Florida. On the phone with Jeff Sabar. Uh, just FYI, for those of you who are uh, not looking at the Internet, uh, the stock market dumped 2.99%. Uh, are you there? Uh, we had a, this is kind I don't of know weird. what's going on. What was that? What the heck? Yeah, it's probably home office, you know, crazy. That was strange. On. Anyway, it dropped 344, almost 345 points today. On global economic concerns and economic woes take the toll. Anyway, we'll read that later. But uh, that was after the show started, and I got a chance. So it was kind of an ugly, nasty day uh, on the Internet and on the uh, stock market. Just so I tell you folks, make your ride home that much more exciting for everybody. Uh, so we're talking to Jeff, and we have Chrome coming out, which is a new web browser. Am I using the words right? Absolutely. Okay. It's so, a new web browser. So, all right. So what are, the, what are the implications of this stuff? The implications are they're pretty dramatic um, with what's going to be going on. And I think for, for people who want to get a good feel... Um, this is, it, it's, if they want a good, I, I should finish that sentence. Yes. If they want a good feel for this story, um, they should go to Google's site because what they did is they, you know, they want people to, people to understand, um, what's going on with the concept and what they're trying to create. If you go to google.com slash chrome, um, it gives you, it, it, that's where you can download it, but they also have a, a little sort of cartoon booklet that they put together that really explains the concept of what Chrome is about, and it's and it's really funny because if you just go there and you and you surf through the site and you see what it, what they're talking about, it's setting up what we can expect from this browser, and and it's 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 black and white sort of it's like line art drawing to let people sort of understand what what the concept of Chrome what's happening with it, and it's and it's a cool concept because it's going to be. Um, again, you're used to using Internet Explorer to, to browse and to surf and all that sort of stuff. But, but what people have said with certain Microsoft products is that the word they get is bloated. They get really fat with a lot of different things that you may or may not need. And what we're seeing with, with things like Chrome and, and Firefox originally is that they're thin, they're thin, they're lean. They only have certain applications. For example, in, in using Chrome, for example, if you want to search, you go into the address bar at the top, 
that you would normally type www.rickroff.com. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Just type in the phrase that you're searching for, and it will come up as search results. Okay. So oh. usually, like on, on Firefox, it, it I have a, I have a Google, I have a Google search bar built into Firefox. So if I want to search, I go into the Google search bar, the little, you know, little bar where I type stuff in. And if I want to go to an address, I go into the address bar. Here you go into one, and it serves both functions, which keeps it simple. Um, you know, I mean, is it, is it a, a big, important, you know, uh, change or modification? Maybe not, but it is pretty cool. You know, and I think a lot of the things that we're going to see going on here is, again, it's going to be using technology and tapping into things that we have, have not thought of in the past. It's, it's going to make the computer and make our applications find a single home on the, on the Internet, a single home on our computer, as opposed to launching all different applications and storing them locally. Again, we're moving to that computing in the cloud concept where it all will be stored, as they say, out there. And it will be accessible via the Internet, but it will not be stored. You know, you might have your data stored locally, but it will be stored out there and you'll accept, you'll access it from the Internet. So we're going to see a lot of changes coming around. And this is, you know, again, Google is going to be just the, both the harbinger of change and the facilitator of some of this change, too. So it's going to be pretty cool to follow. All right. So how do you think Microsoft's going to respond to this? Well, they responded yesterday by having a drop in stock price while Google stock went up. So that's the first response. They're going to have to respond. They're going to have to see, um, you know. They, they don't like this, do they? They don't like this. I mean, they've never been much for, yeah, competition is graded. You know, rising tide raises all ships, blah, blah, blah. Not, you know what, they've made their money. This, this is a, again, this is a harbinger of much bigger things afoot. They've made their money selling expensive software suites like Office that has, you know, it has um, Word and it has PowerPoint and has Excel. Well, already Google has Google Docs, and I'm just using Google as one example. I mean, other other organizations are moving that route, and you have certain open source like uh, Open Docs that are out there that people can use for free. And that's the thing also about about Google Chrome is apparently, and I'm not a I'm not a coder, I'm not a tech head, so I don't know you know how all these things work, and I I don't dig into this, but apparently it's open source, which allows people to make changes to it. Um, and and additions, kind of like WordPress, the the application I use for my blog. It's open source, so people can create new things. New, new. They have widgets, little things you can install to improve it. Do you understand this, Wanda? Some of it, most of it. Because Wanda knows this stuff better well, than not me. Not as good as Jeff. Yeah. Well, well none of it. Jeff is like, this is his life. Yeah. Well, the the key is that this is this is moving in a direction that's that's sort of. It's democratic. It's open to the masses. It's not Bill Gates or no longer Bill Gates, but the people on high and Microsoft saying this is the way it's going to be. This is more like yes, this is you know these guys are not looking out for the masses in this. You know they're not saying we're doing this for the good of all because there will be you know financial opportunities and profit motive behind it. But more to the point, what they're looking to accomplish is to make it so that we can have a better sort of a holistic computing experience. That that when we log on, it serves our needs. And if we're if we're tech heads, we can design stuff to improve this. Um, and it's brand new. I mean, today's Thursday. It came out Tuesday. This is all brand stinking new out there. You know, I just was able to download it in about a minute last. So, night. is there any way to find out how many people have already downloaded it and using it? 
Um, I, I think it's way too soon. They, they, they know how many have downloaded it. Uh, whether they're releasing that information, I don't know. So that's proprietary. They won't give that's, that yeah, out. Yeah, they're the only ones, and if they want to release it, they can tell us, you know. Um, you know, and I think what, what the, the concept here is that they're creating something that, that's, that will, it, it won't be like Firefox that had to grow through word of mouth. This is going to grow, this is going to be sort of a pandemic in the sense of the way it's going to grow because of the, the inherent, um, attraction that people have to Google to begin with. So the word will get out really fast about this, and it's already been written up in the New York Times, and you know all the major tech columnists have already jumped on it. So we're going to see more of this, and you know what? And it, it and it's worthy of a check. It's worthy of just looking at it. And if you're somebody who swears by Microsoft as opposed to swears at Microsoft, and if you're somebody who loves Internet Explorer, then don't touch it. It's not that big a deal. Stick with what you've got, and that's fine. But if you're somebody like myself who prefers to browse, for example, using um, Firefox, then maybe give it a give it a check. It's really cool. It's it, cool to see. Is this it. just for PC, or what about Apple? Um, Mac is, from what I understand, Mac is not out yet. But I think they, I know they intend to. But I don't believe it's um, it has come out yet. But if you if they want to check it out, Google.com forward slash chrome is the place to go to see and what's going chrome on. Chrome is spelled with a C-H as in C-H-R-O-M-E, yes. Not like Chrome so, Avenue. Yeah, exactly. So that, yeah, exactly. No, no K's here. Mm -hmm. um, and, it, and it's pretty cool. And, if, you know, again, if you want to see, there's a booklet that they created, which is google.com slash googlebooks slash chrome that has this booklet that they created, sort of like a little cartoon booklet that sort of explains, you know, the way things have been and the way things might be, you know, the future according to Google, um, and, and it's pretty interesting. It's 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 really, you know, what it's it's we're seeing the future unfold before our eyes when it comes to technology, and we've come from everything being, you know, big and housed in, in mainframe servers and then dished out to terminals, you know, wherever. I thought color TV was pretty good. Yeah, you know what? Color TV was great, and you know, and and then you got the remote, so you didn't have to get off your butt and go. Right. Thank you, Zenith. And and now we have it all fed by, uh, you know, into big screen TVs via satellite or digital cable, and just in time for a storm to come and rip the satellite dish right off the side of my house. Shh! I didn't Which, say that. Right. Right. We have to watch that. Come on now. Well, all right. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah, you know what? It's it's really cool, and and I think what we're going to see is is some 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 cool you know changes. News is going to start to you're going to you're going to read a lot more about this in the uh, in the weeks and, and months to come as it really takes hold, and you're going to feel the changes of this as it really gets entrenched and as the concept not just of Chrome but of open source where it's you know free where the code is handed out so people can make changes to it or to you know cloud computing what they call software as a service where Everything you do will be based on your internet connection, where very little will be housed locally. You know, this whole junk that I went through recently with my, my computer crashing, I mean, I'm still recovering from it. Uh -oh. Ultimately, we had to do a reformat of my hard drive because this, this virus got through. Um, we're still reloading software onto my computer, okay? Think about it. In a year or three, you will no longer reload software onto your computer. What you will do is as long as you have your user ID and password, You'll just log on to the website because all your data will be stored out there securely. You'll log on to your site with whether it's with, you know, Microsoft Books or, mon or Money or into its uh, Quicken or QuickBooks. 
You'll just log on, and it'll all be there. And it doesn't matter whether your computer crashes and burns or you drop a cup of water on it or whatever, because it'll all be safely stored out on the Internet. And so those who have a hard time with storing their stuff out on the Internet, um, they, they might want to start thinking about getting over it because it's, it's truly the direction it's all going to be going, and it's happening right now. And reloading software and finding the disks to put software back on your computer if you have a crash or if you have to migrate because you got a new computer, again, that'll all be a thing of the past. How does this affect my carbon footprint? <laughs> so you know what? If you, if you want to go there, um, a lot of people believe that it will actually increase. People think that the, the speed and the power, the energy needed to service people who are doing all their computing online mm-hmm. um, actually increases the carbon footprint. They uh. think that the heat generated by the PC, you know, the server farms that Google operates so that I can have docs out there and I can have my email hosted out there, that the heat generated and therefore the cooling required, the AC required to cool those server farms is actually greater than storing it all locally on your computer at home. So, you, you know, you, you, I don't know whether you were joking, Wanda, thinking let's throw, let's jokingly throw that out there, but I had an interview with a guy recently who said telecommuting, for example, when people work from home, um, corporate employees who work from home, that's all overblown because they, the, the heat generated, the energy consumed to service teleworkers who stay home and then access server farms is actually greater wow. than if they just stayed at the corporate office. I don't buy into that whole argument you know, in, in its entirety, but I think the more that we require servers out there, the more we're going to see you know, the argument come up of, of the energy consumption. But I still think it's better than me driving, in, you know, hopping in a car and driving downtown five days a week. Well, yeah, I think that's better. Yeah. Absolutely. It's easier. Absolutely. And I, and I can't think for a moment that even with my computer all housed locally here, you know, I keep my house at 77 degrees during the day, you know, roughly. It's not, I don't keep it too cool, but, you know, I, I, as I say in my writing, dress for extremes. You know, for the climates, if it's warm out, dress in shorts and a tank. If it's cold out, put on socks, you know, along with pants, of course, and a shirt. But, you know, the, the, the idea is to, uh, you know, to, to mitigate or to help reduce whatever footprint you may have. And I've worked from home for almost 20 years, and I think that I've, you know, helped keep that footprint kind of small, but we still can't be blind about it. You know, we, we have to make sure that we're doing everything we can to, to keep under control the, the type of consumption that we have, whether it's in our computing, our commuting, or whatever, um, you know, apparatus or applications we're using. So there you have it. So, but, and, and one final question. It, system requirements. I, I gather most computers out there can handle this and it's not a problem. Yeah, I mean, if you're logging onto the Internet, I mean, I think if you're running Windows 95, Windows 98, it might be a little slow. 95? Um, you know, I think it's, it's at this point, from what I understand, it's really a, um, it's just if you're running a PC, you're good to go. Um, I, I think that for the most part, uh, if you have Vista or if you have XP. Yeah, you're there. You're there. Yeah, so, you know, you're good to go. And, and Linux and um Mac or Apple will come down the road, from what I understand. I mean, they, they're not going to leave it behind, you know, for Google at least, you know, for Chrome at least. Um, and it's, you know, it's just, it's fun. You know, just go to that, like I said, google.com slash Chrome and just check it out. I mean, it's, it's very, you know, graphical in its, in its uh, you know, its look and its appearance. It's got all the thumbnails of your most popular pages. Anyone who has a Google homepage anyway and is using, you know, sort of, uh, you know, 
um, the Google application, for example, for their for um, uh, you know iGoogle, uh, so that they have their own um, settings and all their own things. They're, they'd be accustomed to this anyway, you know. So it's it's all it won't be new to some folk. It'll be new to others, but they'll they'll get a feel for it pretty quickly. Well, that sounds pretty wild. And, yeah. and and did you do this already? You've already done this. Well, I I downloaded Chrome on my laptop and I've been playing with it there. Um, I have I use iGoogle, uh, which is Google's you know personalized home pages for you. So you know I even have the 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 masthead on iGoogle. It uh, has the sunrise and sunset. So wherever you are in the world, like I'm obviously registered for Eastern Time Zone. It has the sun rising at about the time the sun rises here. So, you know, on, it's the little masthead across the top, the banner across the top. So it shows a, a, a sign, it shows the, the coast in a, in a little graphic of the sun. I mean, it makes point. it relevant to where you are? Is that what you're saying? If that's the one you choose. Yeah, it makes it relevant to where you are. Um, you can, you can adjust your themes depending on what you want. You know, that's it doesn't have cool. to be that. But it's, you know, but it has all the, the websites I enjoy. You have tabbed, you know, you have little tabs. So I have sites that are important for my business development. Um, that I go to and I read about sites that are important to to Home Office Highway. You know the tour that we did this summer. Um, it has sites there that I can go back to and check on stuff, and you know they can help me. You know it has my my Gmail embedded in there as well. All these are little tabs that you can turn to. So it's all pretty cool stuff. Well, that's terrific, Jeff. I, I'm yeah, I'll take a look at this weekend. Um, I'm just I mean I'll go I'll go to the demonstration and see what that's all about. Yeah, you know the barrier to entry is really really simple and very very low, and I think that's what's key and it's going to make people embrace this. It's not something that you have to go out there and get you know invest a lot of time to see and do. You can just get on it and you, you know you don't like it you, you don't like it after reading the cartoon. Don't download it. But if you enjoy it, you can, you know, surf it. And if you want to take it off, you can go into Add Remove Programs and pull it off your computer. You know, there's no reason not to just play around with it and just see what it may have. And that's what life's all about, and experimenting and trying different things in the journeys that we call life. And that's the way it is. <laughs> and that's the way it is. Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. That's well, the way it is. Jeffrey, thank you. December 4, 2008. <laughs> Have a terrific weekend, Jeff. You too, guys. Be safe out there and uh, watch out we'll for Ike. All right, take Bye. care. Thanks much. Bye. Bye. He's fun. Yeah, he Jeff's is. a lot of fun. Full of knowledge. Well, listen, uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, a little station ID at the top of the hour, and then we have some commercials. Then we're going to come back. We have uh, Mahendra Sharma is going to be on the show, uh, recorded because uh, he's in another faraway time zone. So we. Did a, a pre-record, really right and then following that we have uh, best-selling author Lisa Black, a forensic scientist, Ooh. something that everyone's become intrigued with lately. Death. So we'll be right back. This is Rich Rothman on 1360 WKAT. Uh, see you in a minute.